Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Ah! <laughs> Holy dick cheese and my waffle grits anal queef. This is going to be one for the books, folks. Oh, yeah. We're running on fumes and... Fumes? I wasn't sure if you wanted me to take over there. I didn't know what rhymes with fumes. Moves, fumes and booms? lagoons. That's a that's an N. I know, but you can make it work. These rappers, uh, they make anything work. They do they do a lot of M to N. I don't appreciate it. Yeah, Bob Dylan does a lot of that yeah, too. Yeah. Mouth and nose. Uh-huh. Uh but you're all packed already. It's like clean as a whistle in here. I gave it a quick pack, uh fudge pack. A go pack Joe. Yes. Go pack Mark. Cause uh I'm out of here at four AM. I know. We're out of here at one AM. It's weird, dude. Like you're, we're leaving right close to each other. Yeah, that's true. Well, you don't have to leave that early. That airport's close. That's, that's 12 true. Minutes. That's true. Maybe four thirty, we'll leave. Got to be there at five. Yeah. Six a.m. flight, JetBlue to JFK. Well, that'll be nice. Well, we are depleted. I mean, we're beat up. The worst part. This is funny. We were laughing earlier. Me and Ari and Vecchione and Sarah went to drop off laundry somewhere in the fucking ghetto. There's some. Ghetto right around here. <laughs> Vegas, it's the desert. It's brutal out there. I mean, you got the capital city or whatever you call it, the strip and the the, the mid, the, just the nightlife. And after that, outside of that, it's just hell. Yeah, it, it's it's concealed carry. So, like, there's cowboys what? with guns. There's Mexicans. I mean, we went uh, to drop off the laundry at World of Suds, and it was like a bikery gang. Yeah. It, was a, it was a real conglomerate, a, a potpourri of filth. And they have, like, slot machines in the laundromat, and it's attached to, like, a 7-Eleven type of deal mm. with, with slot machines there. And there's guys playing video poker that aren't even doing laundry. They're just wow. hanging out at the convenience store gambling and smoking. Yeah, get a life. Get out there. Read a book. Do something. Start well, a podcast. yucky. Then we had to go. So that one, we were going to drop off because we're going to Zion soon, tonight. Williamson? No, he's about to lose. Oh. We're recording this on Sunday around... 412 West Time Pacific Standard Time. That's the one. And uh, so we, we, we're over there trying to drop off laundry. And the lady that does the laundry is not in. She's she out. Takes Sunday off. <laughs> so who's running the joint? So it's just a free for all. It's just do your own laundry. We can't sit there for two hours while we're in Vegas. No drop gotta, off? No, so I'm telling them. Oh, the I drop see. off lady is out. Oh, she's the she's lady. She's the one that's out. I hear you. So then I had to Google other places, another place across town. So we drive to across town, and this is. One of the ghettoest ghettos I've ever seen in my life. So did you guys come back here, get your laundry, and go back out? We did. We went to two laundry places. They were 20 minutes apart, but we got to see the city. Sure. But there was some, like, Dave Chappelle crackhead with the powder on his face, mm. like Damon Wayans as a home, living color homeless. I mean, some real yikesy-dikesy. Sure. And all, all kinds of colors with bruises on the arm, the tattoo. Mm. I felt unsafe. I was holding on to Vecchione. I was clutching his pearls. Don't you feel like uh, you? S- when I was a kid, I saw more white riffraff. I feel oh. like I see less whitey riffraff. Oh, there's whitey riffraff over there. Oh, there are. But there's, there. there's there's all the colors of the rainbow over there. Ah, but I guess. see a lot of white riffraff. But maybe I don't know. Maybe it's your neighbor New Orleans. I think there'd be a lot of African American. It's mostly a a Afro Amer. But as a kid, I remember seeing a lot of like crackheady, heroiny white. People, maybe like a weird biker guy on PCP. Yeah, well, long I think hair. That epidemic is happening now in the white community. The, the oxycodone, oh yeah, and heroin and all that. Suburb, business. yeah, the heroin, the fentanyl. Ohio, yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm familiar with some victims of that business. So. Oh yeah, tough times, folks. The country's in a wacky place. Hard times, but yeah, I think the casino. What's crazy about Vegas and a lot of the American cities, of course, but like there's all the glitz and the glamour of Cosmopolitan and Aria and. Uh, Markia, Win, the Win, and MGL, all that bullshit. Mandalay but Bay, Caesars, and then uh, you go off the strip, and it's just to see this poverty-stricken yeah. drug addict so close to these people wearing eight-inch 
cloppers and short skirts. Well, that's how it works. If there's going to be the glitz, there's the, the highs meet the lows. Mm-hmm. You can't have there's the you know you go to the suburbs of Cincinnati and it's pretty even keel. Mm. You know you're not getting a you're not getting a mansion, but you're not getting a crackhead either. Right, interesting. You know, so you, if you're going to have the top, you're going to have the bottom. Yeah, the top eats out the bottom yes. and shits them out like shits a, them right out like a can of cheese whiz new orleans has that like it's a super fun place bachelor party bourbon street mardi gras jazz club the whole thing french quarter then you go 10 minutes over here and it's a guy fucking a gator and a crawfish blowing a, a beignet or a straighter ah. gator. Uh-huh. folks we are tapped out here i mean we've Whoa. been hanging all hours <laughs> of the night and oh that's what i was gonna say i'm not even beat up from partying today i'm like doing errands <laughs> you know you're in Vegas, too, like when you're running errands. We had to go rent a car, yes. drop you at the mall. Did you get your phone fixed, by the way? Aaron Hernandez. No, I uh, I went in. It was 200 bucks, And I said, how much if I go to like a shysty Persian guy? And they go, 20 bucks. You should do that. And I was like, okay. Especially in New York. Yeah. Yeah. So I would just say, I'm going to yeah. do that. Well, tell them what happened. Well, I mean, it's not that cool of a tale. I'm sitting in the green room with my thumb up my ass, and we're all talking comedy and making fun of people. And uh, I had my phone resting on a mini fridge, mm-hmm. opened the mini fridge door, and pulled the phone off a little, and it just fell flat on its face oh. like a drunk cat. Just boom. No bounce, no corner tap, just flat face, smack, just whole a, face shattered. Like this. One of those. Yeah. But that was tough. We were all there to watch it. It was, br- And it was just... I could have changed a little of this. If I hadn't sat there, it wouldn't have happened. Yada, yada, yada. You start going through all that bullshit, but the whole thing is ruined. It looks like I look like a drunk mom. Happenstance. Well, we had, I was with Ari, and we thought you were dropping your phone off, so we thought it would be fun to send you a bunch of dicks. Oh, is that why? That was the, the plan. Because I figured, I'm like, well, we're going to time it. He's been there. We dropped him off 10 minutes ago. Maybe he drops it off. Ah, you're always hoping that the person's good. holding the phone. Yes. And then you just bombard him with dick. I've nailed Derek with that before. You, waited, you go phone shopping. You waited too long. I was long gone by then. I was well, on the highway. So right away, they were like, we can't do it, and you left. Yeah, I was in there. for. I had to find the place. That took five minutes. Found it. Then I was chatting. That took ten minutes, and I left. Well, I said it as we dropped you off. I said, I got a pretty good feeling he's coming back with a broken phone. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, I think it's gonna. It's not like a ten-minute thing. That's a job. It's like laundry. Uh-huh. You got to drop it off. You should have came to our neighborhood. I guess so. I bet they got a guy. But, uh, yeah, we knew it was good. But we, so that's when we started bombarding you with dicks. And I was course, wondering what that was about. Ari doesn't have dick pics on hand. Chris D. sends me a dick pic every three hours. So I just sent you a few of his, and I took one of my own, and then I Googled some gay porn. That was yours? The, the little sneak peek to oh, the thing was, that was fun. Pretty good sneak. It's pale, yeah. And a good hair in there. You got a mane. Well, I haven't shaved since 1988. but uh, a lot of coastline. I thought my dickhead looked like a uh, guitar pick a little bit. Ah, Did you have that? Guitar dick. <laughs> I could, I could see that, yeah. Maybe I'll take a quick look real quick. Yeah, go back in there. We'll put it on the Patreon, folks. The head of my dick and surrounded by pubes. Let me give a, give that a gander. Now, Ari just sent me, I guess, his. Was it thick? Not particularly. Yamaka? No, but it had a it had a yellow star on it. No, he said he uh, Googled. He was oh, Google he Googled. imaging some stuff. Oh, all right, because I sent you a nice gay 69. Yeah, I, I thought... I, Figured it wasn't working when you started writing back, but it's a fun gag, folks at home. This is a take-home gag. If you have a friend that's dropping their phone off, you got to get them right while the Apple guy's looking at it. Wow, you got a good head. Oh, you think so? Good head on you. Well, it's hard to see. It's in the shadows there. Let me take a look. Too, that's a lot of surface area. Oh yeah, it's not not bad. It's a thick and then pick. Chris D's dealing with a real wrinkly bag. Jesus. <laughs> Now That's, I gotta go through all these photos. Yeah, that is a big head I got there, actually. That's a good head on your shoulders. <laughs> that's solid. It's about an inch and a half long. I mean, now that I'm looking at it. Yeah, that, that head's half my dong. I got a nice. That's half my shaft, and that's just nice your dickhead. your Darth Vader helmet. Yeah, Chris D's bag looks like it was recently in ice water. Oh, yeah. And his, his feet are pointing the wrong direction. Nice vein. The dick goes past the feet. Vecchione, by the way, did not want to see the dick. <laughs> Some guys aren't into it. No. I want to see all of them. By the way, you see one dick, you want to see them all. By the dick, by the dick, by the way, is what I meant to say. By the gay. Um, we hey. talked about this the other day, and I wanted to tweet this, but I feel like it's offensive. Two men 69ing is the funniest thing to me that I can imagine or picture or ever see. Well, a dick in, the, in two different mouths is pretty spectacular. Well, and it makes like a little equal sign. Or oh, a yeah. tilde, maybe. Tilgay. 
Till day sounds like a gay thing. That guy's a real till day. Well, I mean, this one is perfectly foreign, but one guy has to kind of do a, um, what do you call it, a plank, and the other guy oh, just yeah. has the dick in his mouth. There's no, because his head is on the bed, so there's no moving his head away if he wants to get shallower. Bedhead. <laughs> that's, what, that's how it was invented. Yes. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What do you mean? It's, like hard, he, it's harder for the plank guy because the plank guy's got to hang in a uh, push-up position while he's getting his dong. But that's a regular blowjob position. You're kind of planking, push-upping. What? Yeah, like if your lady's giving you a blowjob, she has to be like that. I mean, I would just stand there. Oh, you mean like a stand-up blowjob? Yeah. But he's 69. Would... We're talking 69ing. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's but true. But the guy laying down, his head can't go anywhere. No, it's no. against. There's no gravity or whatever. It's right. against the grain or the head. I don't know. I'm but the dick is fun. falling into the mouth, so it's not like he's got to sit up at all. But he can't go up and he has to can only go up. Like he can't pull out. To oh, get away. right. He has to chew it off or something. Right. You see what I mean? He you can't gotta, spit it out. And you got to have a clear nose passage for all this BJing. I feel that way all the time when a lady's blowing me. You know, like they, 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 those nose whistles and those boogers in yeah. there. You got to really have to steam it up beforehand. It's like that Dixon jug. You need a breathe right strip. Yeah, it's Be- hard to. Or breathe out of your asshole, maybe. Queef it out. Blow hole. By the way, let's talk about the steam room here. Oh, the yeah. Spa. Oh, yeah. We've been going down to the spa here at the Rio, and there's a phenomenon happening that I've never seen anywhere. I've been all over the world, of course. The guys get in the hot tub. Completely nude. Yes. Naked hot tubbing here. Well, how do you feel about this, well, folks? Call in. It's uh, it's obviously in the male locker room. Is a, is two hot tubs just in the middle of the floor, and then a steam room off to the side, then showers off to the other side. So you're close to naked the whole time. You got mm-hmm. a towel wrapped around. But we had a guy yesterday in the hot tub, fat older guy, you know, chest hair, balding, the whole thing, just doing laps, standing up, naked with his dong flopping walking around the circular hot tub i think he was the opposite of a voyeur what's that called an uh, exhibitionist ah. i think he was an exhibitionist because he was really bending over and yeah and he had a real penguin body it was a bad bod and he just did his hair he combed his hair in the in the mirror for like 10 minutes naked yeah right in front of us but in the hot tub is stricken it's shared land I'm not afraid of seeing a dick. I don't want to be in the water soaking with a dick. Yeah, you don't want a dick soaked. But the funny thing is, if my bathing suit is on, you're still getting the same dick soup. You know what I mean? But there's something about a bathing suit. Uh, maybe it's the asshole that I'm not into. But you're still... lining over the asshole. It's still getting asshole. It's hard to do escape, I think, though. No, because it's all liquid. I suppose. It's flowing in and out. It's, well, not, it's not like... You're holding in a, a a gravy. Well, then what is it? I think maybe seeing it through the waves, it makes it look wonky. He's got a wonky dick. It's the same thing, and this is going to be a kooky analogy. If you see a guy with a bottle of whiskey, and he just pours it into his mouth, you go, that guy's got a problem. But if that guy pours the whiskey into a cup and drinks it, same amount of whiskey, you go, all right, he's just a normal guy. But one, he's sipping. If he pounds the glass, you're still. if he puts it in a pint glass and pounds it, you're like, that guy's fucked up. I guess so, but... Even with ice cream in a carton, going out of the carton, you look like a lunatic. Put that into a cup first, normal guy. That's that's for sure. Uh, I'm just saying it's the same with the dick out. If you had a thin, thin ba- layer of bathing suit, you go, oh, that guy's normal. Yes. But they, And you go, oh, his dick's tucked away. But if his dick is not under the, the bathing suit, it's just out, well, of it course. feels grosser. Yeah, these are social norms, but that right. one's way more extreme than the ice cream. The ice cream's like, I didn't have a bowl. This is like, that guy has shorts. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, it shows. It's off-putting. It's very off-putting. For sure. And also, he wasn't that impressively hung. No, he was the opposite of hung. He was... Uh, what do you? What's the opposite of hung? Not hung? Unhung? Unhung? Decisive? What's the opposite of a hung jury? Uh, everyone agrees. Twelve angry men. Uh, what is it? Well, they all agree. A, uh, a verdict. Standing verdict. Small dict. Yeah. Um, Verbatim. I did not care for it though. Is the point here? And a huge sack. Yeah. That was a. He he put his leg up on the sink while he was brushing his hair and his just sack was dangling like a like two cherries yeah he had a leg up on the competition if you will uh-huh 
But I, I don't get the hot tub nude thing. I just don't. I don't think it's cool. The steam room nude, maybe, but even then. And how about the big fat Texan guy who was bossing oh, everyone around? He yeah. was a character. We were in the steam room together. They give you a nice ice bucket, no challenge, a cup uh, of water, and then there was a big old fat Texan. He had the cowboy hat and everything. Yeah. And uh, he was like, "You want? We want? We got some epilepticus in this motherfucker." And then he yelled to the guy. What was his Yeah, there's Joey? a guy named Joey. He's a little off. He's like a kooky busboy helper kid. And they go, hey, Joey! Yeah. Get some eucalyptus. I don't want to ask you again. And yeah. He yes. closes the door, and he's like, this guy's a fucking retard. <laughs> yeah, he's really shouting him out. Yeah. And that, the Joey has a head injury vibe. Yeah. Like he wasn't born retarded, but he was always off, and then he hit his head hard, and now he just lives in a spa. Yeah, yeah, and he's got to look at dicks. We were talking about he's got no windows. It's all spa and all dick, all day. <laughs> That's a tough, tough way to live, Joey. Now, that should be a job for a homosexual person, don't uh, you think? He could be gay. But maybe maybe it'd be offensive to other people. You know, Is if you that, have Mateo down there, they might be like, I don't want this guy, it's whatever. It's funny how that works. Just because he's attracted to your, your dong, shouldn't he still be allowed to have the job? Oh, certainly. I mean, I think we'd have a lawsuit if they just didn't hire him because he's gay. But it's just funny how that's that's how humans are wired. Like, if I walk into a woman's room, all the women in, in the bathroom go, ah! but if a woman walked in, they go, well, she's not attracted to me. So the only reason you're startled is because I'm attracted to you? Interesting. Well, again, it's a social norm. You're not supposed to be in there. Yeah, yeah. But it's weird how that works. It is weird. Like, it's like my old joke. The gay guy at my office would grab girls' tits and slap their ass. Yep. And then if I went, hey, nice cleavage, they were like, whoa, whoa, that's harassment. Yeah, They're it's like, always been weird. I got only, in a huge... Oh, go ahead. Well, the only difference is I'm attracted to your tits and he's not. Right, right. I'm not going to... I've never touched him. I'm not, like, you know, taking photos or anything. I'm just yeah. saying. It's just it's just strange. It is strange. But I had a previous girlfriend. Maybe we talked about this before. And one time her best friend's brother was gay and they knew each other forever. So it was like a brother-sister thing. And they like kiss, like a tongue kiss. Whoa! We were hanging out, and I had to be like, "Hey, listen, I'm, that's not my scene. You yeah. can't, I, you can't have you kissing a man. He's a man." She's like, "Ah, we've known each other for years. He's gay." And I'm like, "I don't care if he's attracted. I don't care if he gets his dick moves when he's kissing you. Uh-huh. It's a man. You're kissing a man. Kissing a man. What difference does it make what how he feels? Right. I understand he's not attracted to you. He's not trying to fuck you. But she could be into it. Yeah, of course she is. It's yes. a man. Yes. And even if she's not, I don't want. I don't want your tongue on the sidewalk either sure but i don't want you kissing a man i gotta draw the line somewhere and he's probably got feces on his tongue i don't really want you kissing a woman either if we're, if we're oh dating. is that right it'd be hot but you know if you came back i was like, i've made it out with you know linda i'm yeah. like yeah yeah, yeah. Out with linda yeah i wanted to make out with linda sell her linda Do maybe linda ronstadt <laughs> she's a little age, aged out <laughs> um aged out yeah, Sorry yeah, for the cookie episode. We're laying down. You got your feet up. I'm, I'm laying back here. Well, I mean, I am pooped. It, it's funny because we're, we're pooped for different reasons. I've been drinking te- gallons of tequila all night, eating buffet all day, but but I sleep all day. Mm-hmm. But you haven't touched a drug, a liquor, an alcohol, but you've been eating basically yawn trimmings. Uh, <laughs> what is it called? Lawn trimmings uh-huh. and getting no sleep. Yeah, well, I haven't slept well. I've been all, I think I'm on East Coast time. I'm placing all these bets. I got all these bets circling my head. And then uh, I, had, I had reflux the first couple days. And that would, you can't lay down and the whole thing. And then we're waking up early for the games. I've been yeah. just watching basketball. I'm basketballed out. And also, it's a lot of hanging. You're on. Yeah, yeah. And the steam room takes it out of you. And the smoke in the ca- casino. Ah, the smoke. There's a lot of smoke. I feel asthmatic with the reflux. By the way, I'm feeling much better than I did last week. Which That's was, good. by the way, last week was three days ago. We recorded oh, yeah. the first episode Wednesday. Now it's Sunday. We're all fucking kooky. I'm on a three-week road trip. Oh, yeah. And it feels like the trip is winding down. We're wrapping up. But oh, I just started. Well, yeah, you got two weeks to go I or got something? About, yeah, two full weeks, two and a half weeks. Ooh, which is why we're going to have a best of or a guest host. we're going to do a guest. Guest, guest host. Up. Yeah. Great. So it's, it's, a, it's a weird time over here, but... Uh, yeah, you guys have been hitting it hard, but I've been eating literally salad, baked potato, turkey breast, and uh, watermelon. That's it. God, you must be so flushed out. Oh, and salmon. Oh, I took a shit the other day. Sorry, people get grossed out by this, I guess, but it was four green logs. It looked like a logging truck. 
There was wheels wow, and everything. With algae on it. Long green. And I, I'm shitting. There's no brown in my shit any longer. What? It is green. I'm just shitting green because all I'm eating is greens and oatmeal. Fiber. Is it firm? Soft but firm. It's not a wet shit. It's a log. But when I wipe, it's like it's uh, a painting. Yeah. It looks like I dipped a tissue in a pair of like a you know a, a emerald paint can. Wow! And I just wipe for a half hour, and then I get bored. I just leave my asshole green. Yikes! Emerald Isle. It's, it's um, oh, it's an isle. It's spotted everywhere. It's like a tropics. Oof! Yikes! Your asshole looks like a like a Doppler. Yeah. It's got the green smudge. But we got to move on because some guy recently tweeted at us. He's like, I'm a big fan. He's like, but what is it? You're popping pimples and talking about boogers? He's like, I'm, I didn't sign up for this. Well, we're children. So maybe we'll clean it up we'll a little clean bit. clean it up. How about that Muller? I was talking to Ari about this because he doesn't like to do live pods. He's like, because I'm trying to get deep. And I was like, oh, we're doing the exact opposite. Ah, we can dabble on deep. We'll I know, but we're not trying to get end. deep. No, no, He's no. in there trying to learn, and he's doing a laugh and learn. We're doing a laugh only. Yeah, yeah, laugh and learn. I don't know about that. Yeah, it's, it's a horrible toy, the laugh and learn. It's no good. This this is a crazy development. I promised I wouldn't talk about it here. I knew it. 11 seconds left. Duke just fucking took a lead with 11 seconds on a missed free throw. One-point lead, by the way. They were down two. The seven-footer just fouled out. This guy misses a free throw. Oh, Zion misses shit. the free throw, uh-huh. but then they let him get the rebound and take the lead. There it Only is. Only because their seven-footer just fouled out. Wow. If he, you think a miss, oh, it's over because he missed it, but then they don't get the fucking rebound. Oh. And so now Duke is going to pull up with the skin of their teeth, and I got a lot of money on other teams, so I'm hoping Duke goes down here. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Well, so what, it's you, a, it's what, a, are you, what are you down and out? Are you down about 300? Let me check the number. I'm down 300 roulette. I, I just Damn. got smoked on roulette, but I'm, I'm not done there. I am not done there. <laughs> what do you mean you're not done there? I'm going back. I'm gonna, going, oh, wow. Well, I still got chips left. I got to put them on there. Chips. I'm leaving with Ahoy. all in or all out. Oh, yeah. And then uh, gambling. Here's the thing with the sports betting. So I'm down right now, but I have a lot of pending bets, a lot of futures bets. If North Carolina wins the whole thing, I win 750 bucks. Mm. If Michigan State wins the whole thing, I win 350 bucks. Mm-hmm. If Michigan wins the thing, I win 300 bucks. If uh, wow. the Boston Bruins win the Stanley Cup, I win a thousand bucks. But when's that? Three years? It's a while. Yeah. So I got a lot it. of future bets. Future. Future away for your future. And uh, oh, I got money on the college football. I threw money down on Texas, Florida, and Michigan. If any of them win a playoff game, I win eight hundred bucks. So call in, write in, and if you fans, you Tuesdays can remember these. I might forget them. So tweet oh, at me. Yeah. Come college football time, but make a chart. Now, you're not a big gambler. No. Nah, other than, you know. I did a little blackjack, lost big. Uh, big? What do you mean big? 20 bucks. All right. But I just, I feel it. I, I hate myself after I lose. I'm like, what am I doing? Get your shit. I, I hear my dad's voice, you know, whispering dirty shit in my ear. I've never heard my dad's voice. Fantasy or real life? You don't hear, you don't, well, see, my dad was a yeller. Old. <laughs> no, my dad is young. He's whisperer more, yeah he's, <laughs> he's more green quiet guy i mean this is crazy 8.1 seconds i might do play-by-play on the pod oh god that's my dream job let me do a little play-by-play right. do a colored commentary all right he threw it in he's dribbling it's five seconds left he's gonna throw it up for a layup and he missed it the putback oh it rimmed out unbelievable duke holds on oh. it took a rip around the rim and duke holds on 77 76 thanks for tuning in to my partner mark norman tracy wolfson on the bench we are signing off. Thanks for tuning in. Suck your dad's dick. Eat your mother's ass and fuck your aunt as hard as you can. Yeah, now that's commentary. Now that went right around the rim. Look at him cry like a bitch, you yeah. fucking queer. Get it together, pussy. I shouldn't have said queer. I'm sorry. Boy, Duke barely holds on. Wow. I could have used that loss. I'll tell you. That was 300, huh? No, no. I have Michigan State coming out of this region, and it would have been a lot easier to win. Look at that. Hits the rim. Look at this putback. Bounce it back Look at this. Rolls all the way around. That's one of the all-time missed moments in the history of the tournament. That is so crushing. On the rim. He puts it back. Nice touch. Oh, for the win. Just an inch over. Not even for the tie. Down one point. For the win. Oh, the people that watch this game are going to be... Love listening to this, and the people that don't like sports are going to hate us. They're going to hate it. Well, whatever. You can fast forward, you sons of bitches. Yeah.
Hey, hey, folks, quick pop in. Got to talk to you about Manscaped. Now, we've all tried to trim that nasty mane downtown, and uh, we've all had a few snags, snafus, and snipperoos, but uh, we, got the, we got the tool for you, baby, because I know I've, I've been down there, and it, it, you know, it gets a little kooky, and you got to get around that ball bag, and it's rough terrain, and there's veins, and you know, an old Hot Wheel. Who knows what's down there, but uh, we're here to tell you. That ends now. With Manscaped, you can trim away your stinky hairs without accidental circumcision. Some people are against that. They've got precision tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has redesigned the electric razor, baby. If I can use it and not cut my dick off, you, dear listener, certainly will be able to navigate that overgrown garden down there. Their invention is the lawnmower. A handheld razor with skin-safe technology so it won't nick or sag. Snag your sack. Sag, I don't think they can help you with. That's, uh, I'm down on my knees. Go easy on the chicken tenders. This slick puppy will leave your nether region clean, smooth, and pain-free. Plus, it's rechargeable, easy to hold, and you get all those dark corners, and you get in and out. Trim it up, folks. It's a, it's a nasty ball bag garden down there and your lady's got to deal with that that's why i'm always into a ball grab just because it shows she really is into you because it's a horrific horrific organ uh it's rechargeable too so that's always good uh it'll it'll really help you out you got a special deal with us you want to get the perfect package it comes with a lawnmower and a safety razor plus plus the Crop Preserver, which is a specially formulated deodorant so your jewels don't stink. And the Reviver, which is a spritz that tones and refreshes your junk to keep you cool. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order when you use the code TUESDAYS at manscaped.com. And if you order the perfect package, they'll also throw in a free travel bag when you use the code TUESDAYS. That's manscaped.com, and use the promo code TUESDAYS for 20% off your first order. And get scaping, man. Tidy that up. Uh, I got a, I got some things to discuss. Yeah, let's talk about Conan, can't yeah, we? Yeah, so, yeah, just did Conan last week. Lot, lots to talk about here. So, went to L.A., got there... Sunday night. Conan's okay. on Tuesday, so I really unwinded. I saw a movie. We talked about all this. I really like soaked it in. I went by the pool. I'm fucking hitting Chipotle. I went. So Tuesday, they pick up at 2.30 okay. for Cone Zone. I go, all right, I'm going to wake up early, go to the gym, really clear the head, get the body pumping. Sure. Go to the gym. LA Fitness, I talked about everybody selfieing. Everybody's, you know, it's all these hot Instagram models, fake lips, fake tits. The fake lips are huge now. Oh. That's big. Some of those are real. I don't know. They the got huge the, lips? The duck thing. <laughs> well, yeah, but oh, they got this good. duck thing. It almost looks like a little bit of like a Joker smile. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like it either. It's well, too you, much. You see someone right away, you're like, this person has filler. Yes. And they're all getting, regular people are getting this stuff. Oh, I yeah. don't get it. It's standard. So uh, you go in there, and this one guy's got a machine, and I go, and I go, using this? He goes... Are you Mark Norman? I go, yeah. He goes, Ooh. big fan. I said, I'm on Conan tonight. He goes, hey, hey. Wow. Pretty cool. That's nice. Very nice. Good. Was, bl- he, us- was he using the machine? Yeah. Uh. I had to wait for him. Good <laughs> ego boost. But uh, yeah, got in, got out, went back to the hotel, changed clothes, did all the texting. You know, you, you, I had six or seven people coming to Conan, and Uh-oh. it's always like, where's the entrance? How do I get in? Who oh, do I need? That's God, tough. Get off my ass. So I did the set like five, six times just in the hotel room, uh-huh. just saying it. Do you do that? Oh, yeah. Okay. I do a lot of visualization. I'll stand and pretend the wall is the audience, the ah, whole thing, walk up and do I my like that. business. Yeah. yeah. A lot of visualize. It's nice to have that time, though. Like You have a couple hours, so you do the set, you work out, you do the set again, you, sh- you take a long, slow shower, you clean your ears, you clip the hair, the nose hairs. Mm-hmm. That's all. You get the shave down, you pick your outfit out. It's fun to have that time. You just kind of start thinking. Finally, I show this. The car picks you up. Beautiful SUV. They pick you up. It's like a two-second drive down to Warner Brothers. We've been there before. If you see a cop, Warner Brother. Yes. So you get to the lot, get in. By the way, everybody in L.A., I feel like driving is from New York. Like, oh, I grew up in Queens. Yes, I noticed that a lot lot all over the world. 
And that's why people in New York, people are like, no one's from here anymore. But you're like, that's not just on the people that move there. You guys are leaving. Yeah, good point. Don't you see the point? Yeah, I when I got to Vegas, my Uber was a Bronx guy. They're all like that everywhere. Yes. Florida, fucking New England, California. Well, everybody in New York wants out. Like the natives, the oh, ones of course. who are, they all want out because it's tiny apartments, it's subway, it's hobos, it's piss. Expensive, very it's expensive. expensive. My God, the heat. Yes, brutal. Hot out. So uh, get to Conan. Uh, your friends start showing up. There's that weird. You gotta have friends there. It's weird when it's just you because you're like, all I can do is hate myself. Yes, yeah, Soder like, did that one time. A late night with zero people there. That's, that's bananas. I'm like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. I will lower my standards way down, friend wise, just to have somebody there. Oh wow, that's hurtful to a couple people. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they don't know who they are. I bet they do. Probably, but. Lower, low some stand. I just want people in there. I, I'm like, even my manager. I'm like, ah, hey, you fucking weirdo, get in here just to talk to me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I did my whole thing. Ate the fuck out of the free food. Had a, had a million cookies. Got a haircut. Got my shirt pressed. The whole kitten caboo. It's so fun. It's so it's fun. Nice to be pampered. It's it's your day. It's your big day. It's your day, and you did the work. So you know, you don't. I don't have the guilt. Mm-hmm. I ran the set a million times. I ran in the hotel. I picked the right jokes. I put it together. The whole thing. So then all my all the guys are hanging out. It's me, Luke Schwartz, Forrest Shaw, Chad Zoom, a couple guys. Ooh, you weren't kidding. All right, easy. <laughs> and uh, who else was there? I love all those guys. Else. I'm only kidding. Oh, Jonathan Morvey. He's a good egg. Oh, great egg. Little Jew. So uh, we're all hanging out, and JP, the booker of Conan, who we now know pretty well. Buck. JP Buck. He goes, uh, oh, the cookies are out, because I like to do a whole thing about the cookies. Finally, the cookies come out. We go out and eat the cookies. Conan walks by with Andy. I've done this will be my seventh time doing Conan. I've never chatted with him. Really? Outside, like we do this thing on the stage where you shake hands, or you right. sit on the couch for two seconds while the credits roll, and he, he does a fake thing where he's like killing time. Mm-hmm. But he he walked up, and everybody like Rachel Feinstein, all these people stand. They always have photos with Conan. Yeah. And I'm like, how'd you get that? I've never met him. Yeah. Seventh time. So he walks by, we're eating the cookies, and he goes, hey, hey, you guys, uh, we're going to have to charge for those cookies, some joke. Yep. And I was like, oh, my God, this is it. And he's just standing there talking to us. And I'm like, should I try to be funny? Do I just be myself? I got nothing to say. So we're like, ah, oh, the cookies are good. And he's talking. And so That's I'm just like. bad. Cookies are good. It's nice. I had nothing. That's pretty good. And they then, are good. They are good. Okay. And then I said, uh, hey, the new set looks great. And he was like, oh, yeah, he went off on the set. I was like, all right, that was something. That's nice. It said how insecure I am. One person goes, good point. In my mind, I'm going, yeah. Right. It's pretty sad. Or yeah. good but point or good question. But that's what's great about talking to a TV host. That guy does this for a living. That's so true. So whatever you say, he's going to go off on. That's true, but I don't want to be snooky. I don't want to be like, oh, we're just going off on the the uh, the routine, the rote. You know, co- you know I want to have a real conversation. Right. I don't want to do the small talk bullshit. But, but side note, that's a great skill. You can be like, what do you, your eyebrows look fine. Hey, the eyebrow. I remember the first time I saw an eyebrow was in 1988. My that's dad's true. Eye, you know, he's good like that. He's He's good, but I want to stimulate him also. I don't want him to just do the motions. <laughs> Hello, try a vibrator. Yeah. So, uh, but it seemed pretty good. We talked for like five minutes, which feels like an eternity. And then he walked away. And then we all did like the, ah, like yeah, hitting yeah. each other, pretending that was not a big deal. It's like, oh, we just talked to a millionaire legend for five minutes. It's yeah. Kind of fun. And he's 6'12". Yeah. So. That's seven to you and, you and me. Yeah. So the whole thing, the metric system. And uh, finally, Isla Fisher is the guest. Who's she again? She's in a couple of flicks. She's a fun comedy kind of Oh, Sasha Baron Cohen squeeze. There you go. Yes, yes. I confuse her with the secretary from... The Office. The Office. Yes, Yes. I always think it's her, and I'm like, how is she a lead guest? What is her name? Jenna Fisher. Ah, well, there. It's too much fish. (laughs) Too much tuna. So, uh, finally, she goes on, and it's only a two-man. It's me and her, two-person. And uh, she goes out, and she's being cute and whatever. And I saw she came off stage, and I was waiting in the wings to go on. And first of all, the nerves are hitting me now. I was cool as a cucumber all day, but it's all flooding in, all the hatred, all the negativity. Always. Mm -hmm. Seventh time. You still can't shake it. No, it's brutal. It's TV. You're on TV. You're on TV. But it's all coming in, and and it's driving me crazy. But I see they're they're pulling her off. She's walking back into the green room. I'm walking towards the stage, and she's going, 
ah, was that bad? I, I hope I'm not speaking out of school here, but no. she was like, oh, was that bad? I kind of blew it. The crowd, they didn't get me. I couldn't connect, which was kind of cool to see. Like, oh, we all do it. Of course. Now, is Sasha there? I wish. Ah. I wish. I'm a big fan. So I watched her come on, and I remember thinking, like, wow, she's like a pretty lady who's rich and cool husband. I thought you didn't think she would have those thoughts, but, hey, I guess we all do. Yeah, you want to do well. We all have careers. We're all trying to make it. You're all trying to be liked and loved and appreciated. That's a good point. Even in life. So uh, now I do a weird thing where I try to be really funny behind the curtain for some reason because I feel like if I am if I can be funny behind the curtain, it means I'm actually funny. Uh-huh. I, my brain's doing all these weird things where I'm like, I got to figure it out. What am I doing? Who am I? Calm down. Relax. It's going to be fine. But then I don't know. So You're going haywire. I'm going haywire. Exactly. So uh, I'm trying to be funny. I'm, I'm farting a lot and trying to get laughs and the whole thing. Everybody hates me. The grips and the union guys are all like, ah, I hate this guy. He's a douche. So finally, the curtain opens, and I just got to. I'm walking out, and it's like a 10 mile walk, it feels like. And I just go, Shut up, you bitch! Do it! You got this! Quit complaining, quit whining, quit being a scaredy fuck. Once the curtains are open, though, you feel in the moment a little bit. A little bit more. Okay, I got to go perform. Now I'm just doing comedy. Yeah, it's kind of a bucket of water moment. Like, All right, I'm in it. (laughs) Yeah. Enough with the thoughts, enough with the bullshit. So I go out there, and I say my first thing, and it does okay. And right then you get that jolt of like, I'm fucked. Yeah. I got course. nothing. You of want course. you want you want to come out and just be like, We love you, Norman. Oh my God. Everything you say is gold. But uh you're like, all right, I gotta earn this. This is gonna be real now. So then the second thing does okay. Third joke gets an applause. Okay. And that was like, all right, all right, all right, I'm I'm back. Relax, relax. And I, I had this moment of like, you're bombing, you're bombing, you're bombing, you're bombing. Ah, oh, fuck it. You're just telling yourself that. And I, I that's half the game. Well, that's all the comedy. Every set, the whole time, you're either going, this should be better. Yes. Or it's like, this is great. Yes. It's one of those two is happening 100% every set. doesn't matter. Every if you're set. Open mic, whatever it every is, headlining, set. you're like, I'm killing. I am killing. <laughs> I am killing. And then all of a sudden, you're like, I was killing. Yes. Now I'm not killing. I'm not killing. And if I'm not killing, I'm bombing. If I was yes. killing, that now I'm not killing. So now I suck. Right. I've right. been having that here in Vegas. And it's Same. like, this is for fun. I, I know. I know. And this is high stakes TV. So... I'm having the moment of like I'm not killing, but relax. If you and I keep hearing Alan like if you keep trying to kill, you're never gonna kill. Right. Just be in the moment. Just be there. Be present. Be funny. And after that, I kind of got into it. But that's still still five minutes. So I'm already three and a half or two and a half in. I'm about three minutes in. So halfway in, it finally got good. But you want to just kill out of the gate, but it's almost impossible. That's what's so crazy. It's the longest five minutes of your life. Oh, yeah. Life would feel so long if it was all a TV set. Yeah, well, your spider sense is going off the whole time. So it's like you're you're in a fist fight for and, five whole minutes. And then you have that whole come down, like an hour later, oh, all of a sudden yeah. you're just drained. So here's the kooky part. So... It goes pretty well. It wasn't my best. It wasn't my worst. Whatever. It goes pretty well. Conan was very nice. God, oh, we love having you. you know, the crowd's clapping. He's standing next to me. We love having you. You got great jokes. And, uh, so you're still kind of like, uh, uh, wh- where am I? You're still a little shaky. You're kind of spazzing out a little bit. Right. But you're trying to act normal. The cameras are on you. The crowd's clapping. Oh, you were great. We love having you. Always have good stuff. Blah, blah, blah. So you're like, okay, this is cool. And then before you know it, Everything, like, the lights are kind of shutting down. The audience is walking out. And then uh, Andy Richter goes, hey, hey, get the fuck out of here, which was oh. kind of fun. Oh, that's fun. Because I was still on the stage, just standing there. Oh, wow. And that's he goes, fun. hey, hey, get off, get the fuck out of here. And, then you uh, kind of want to go, leave Louie alone. And uh, go, and leave. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh. Sorry. So uh, so we get back there, and, and, you know, you go back to the room. And I'm walking in the room, and Isla, and I'm still like, ah, oh, that wasn't great. It was okay. I hate myself. And Isla Fisher goes, Holy shit, who the hell are you? That was hilarious. Wow, and I go, watch. Goes, that's something. Where are you playing next? I go, I'm doing this gig tonight at the store. She's like, I might come. You were, you had a great job. I'm like, whoa. Holy I, shit. I, I couldn't believe it. Isla Dogs. Yes. That's Fisher. amazing. It's Fisher. She, these people, they tell their husbands everything. I know, I She's know. She's talking to Saturday. They're laying in bed. She's saying, I saw this comedian. He's terrific. And they're probably watching the show. Exactly. Let's watch it. Let's keep it on, Sash. I want to see this. Yeah. He's like, no, I want to eat you out. Exactly. Hopefully yeah. you didn't eat her out. They watched you. And you can eat and listen. Yeah, but I'd eat and listen is no good. It's, it's not Fisher. It's Fisher. Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> Anal Fisher. So that was very nice. And then I get into the room and no one's in there yet. And you get that moment of like, was that okay? And then JP walks in. He goes, how you feeling, buddy? And I was like, eh, I don't know. And he had a good line. He goes, well, it wouldn't be a Mark Norman set if you weren't 
full of hate after. Oh, that's good. Like, yeah, it's a good point. Well, it's fun. It's always the weirdest moment of all late nights is you beat everyone backstage. Uh, yes. We've talked about this before. So you're just, there's a moment where you're like completely isolated. Oh, yeah. You're just oh, sitting yeah. there. And it's a complete isolation after this roller coaster. You were on the top of the mountain, and now you're just back on the bottom of the mountain. And there's always like the other guests' reps out there, and they don't give a shit about you. So they're not like, woo, nice, right, man. Good right. work. It's just some guy in a suit looking up. He just looks up from his phone, sees you, and then he looks down. So you're like, that guy hate. Do, that guy does everyone hate me? me? Is he representing everybody? Right, right. And it's I, weird. And, and this is narcissism and ego, and I, I hate myself shit. But like, you come back, and the show is winding down. That was a lady like wrapping up the fruit, and there's a lady kind of mopping, and you're like, oh, it's all over. Like yep. this whole big production in my head. It's just, <clears throat> it's just a conveyor belt every day. There's another guy, and then another actor, and another comic. So you're like, oh shit, I gotta come back to reality. That's the thing about these late nights. You, you're on cloud nine for a minute. You forget, like, oh, this is none of this matters. But what's so magical and amazing, and I had this before I did my half it's hour. magical. And I went straight to Aruba. You got to go straight here. Yeah. So you do late night, and then you come straight to Vegas and hang out with a few of your best pals in Veter. That's nice. It's a load off. It's a little party after the work. It's nice. Well, what a great week we're having. I don't want it to end. I don't want to leave. I know. I know. you got to go back to New York and eat shit for the rest of your life, but... Basically, we got off. Now everybody comes back in the room. Hey, good job. How'd you feel? How'd you feel? And I was like, ah, you know. And now I'm doing the cunty thing where I'm going, what'd you think? Give it to me straight. And then some guy was like, they're being nice, and then you shit on yourself enough that they kind of go, well, you did maybe rush the first joke. You're like, all right, now oh, we're getting some okay, honesty. Yep. Where you shit on yourself enough, so they go, okay, well, fine. You want to keep going? I'll do it too then. Yeah. And uh, we got a little honesty out of it. So I, I kind of just started going, all right, fuck it. I hate that set. I, I kind of blew it. All that build up for nothing, whatever. It wasn't my best. We go out to Big Boys. What do you call that place? Oh, Big Boy. Is it Big Boy? Yeah, the one with the huge boy. Yeah, Big Boy. Yeah, I ate there before my Conan. Ah. Isn't that fun? It's the original one in Burbank, and it's, yeah. it's a classic L.A. staple dinery kind of place. Huge place, yeah. So we all go there. We have a great dinner. We have a great lunch. And... and one of the guys, I forgot who, was like, oh, I got some video of you. I snuck some video. And nice. I was like, yeah, maybe I'll post it. Can you send it to me? And I still hated the set. And I'm still kind of just trying to push it down. Like, forget the set. Just enjoy this moment. And they all leave. I go back to the hotel room. And uh, I go, oh, let me see this video. And it, it went pretty well in the video. All right. The video looks way better because he's in the audience. And right. the the, the, uh, the laughter was loud, as, but for as a comic on stage, you couldn't hear it that well. You're distant. So I thought I was kind of bombing, but I saw the video. I go, this is pretty good, and I immediately felt better. Then the set comes out the next day. They pick it up on Reddit, front page. The set goes viral, up to about half a million views already. It's only been three days. Wow. So you never know is my point. You never know. You never know, folks. You never say no. So, uh, yeah, pretty cool. And I went out that night. Now, here's another clinker. We go out in Two L.A. Clinks. Another clink. I go do Dynasty Typewriter. Which I've is heard that's the hot room. Hot. That's the big room. It's a beautiful room. It's kitschy. It's old. It's kind of cute and rink, uh, what do you call it, run-downy a little bit, like a little riffy-raffy. Well, maybe I should have done that. I'm doing the belly room. Maybe I should have done Typewriter. Should have done Typewriter. Really? It's in the Hayworth. It's like an old theater. It's ah, really cool. I thought it was too cool for school, though. It was hip and woke it's, it's and whatever. It's very preciousy wokey, but you could probably get a spot. I don't know. It's probably got a calendar backed up. They get like a Rory in there, a John Doerr, mm. a Kumail, you know, an Adam Sandler. I like the store because it's so seedy and weird. I like seedy. I, mean, I know you can like both, but I, I'm doing the belly room. Coming up, folks. So I'll get to that later. Just you? Just me. Well, I'm going to get some friends on that's there. A, that's maybe great. Maybe a Fahim, maybe a Sarah. Who knows? Well, so I go there and like JP's there, Rory's there, Andrew Santino, Moses Storm. Good, good eggs. Wow. Good lineup, good group. And we all cut him. Man, Rory is so you're in the green room. You're like, I'm not even going to talk. He's just too good. Unbelievable. He, he can just go. And then Santino is really funny. So just a great night. And plus, I got that Conan stink off me where I'm like, I can be loose. I'm talking about Muslims and anal. And uh, so then I leave there, go to the store, bump into Tim Dillon. And go, hey, Timmy. And you see a New York guy out in L.A. It's kind of refreshing. What, did he move there? He's been out there oh, for he's two out, months. He's out there a lot. Well, him and Rogan are blowing each other. So wow. he's, he's got an in. So I, I go see uh, Tim Dillon. Now, we go downstairs at the store to that private bar. You been down there? The store? Pretty exciting. The store has this bar, like, under the club, kind of, and it's, like, tiny. It's, oh, it yeah, I know like that place. It's, like, six people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we go in there. It's Hinchcliffe. 
I'm talking to Tim Dillon. Bert walks in. So you're like, oh, shit, this is like a real who's anal. And then Joey Diaz walks in. So you're like, wow, we are really doing it. And then Rogan walks in, wow. who I don't know. Uh-huh. Everybody knows him but me. Uh-huh. Everybody knows him but me. Is that a song? I don't think so. Yeah, I guess not. Everybody knows. I thought it was Eric some Clapton. Something and some mistletoe. So uh, he walks in, and he, I can tell he's like, hey, everybody, hey. And they're like, Rogan. And then I'm like, oh, I'm the weird guy. He doesn't know. But fuck it, I did Kona Day. Blow me. Yeah. So then he walks up, and he goes, hey, man, heard a lot of good things. Shook my hand. It was a great moment. There you go. So then on that day, I'd had a little conversation with two millionaires. Wow. That's kind of fun. I think you got to go multi-millionaire. Multi. Millionaire is whatever. I think Ari's probably a millionaire. Wow. you got to go multi. According to his wardrobe. That's true. But, yeah, multi. Multi-millionaire. And not just millionaire, but I should say, you know, game changers. Yes. Rack on tour, trailblaze. Yeah. yeah. They're down. Tour de France. Portland. Ah. Uh, what was that? Uh, steroids? So what happened to typewriter? That was good? Typewriter was great. Uh, okay. It's more UCB-ish where it's kind of like. It's gotta, cool. It's very hipstery. Cool toes. Yeah. But uh, it was definitely a lot of fun. And, you know, I hate to say it, but these New York. The New York jokes are really zinging and zanging out in L.A. Yeah, but there's some there's some good L.A. guys. There's a couple good L.A. Jews out there, not not knocking them. But I feel, yeah. I feel removed from comedy, even though we're all hanging out doing comedy every night. Completely removed because there's no writing, there's no uh, industry out here. We're not emailing. We're not. I'm not. I haven't been tweeting or anything. <laughs> we're just kind of hanging out, laughing it up. Oh, we're having a great time. But I gotta say this club this vegas cellar is so good well done perfectly built filling up packed every night we had two sold out last night yeah uh, i think no room if you're a comedy fan visiting las vegas that trip is not complete without the comedy cellar yeah it's yeah. like being in new york you walk down there it's like being in manhattan the village the headshots are up of all the old louis and geraldos and Atels and it's dark it's brick they nailed it they really Captured that cellar vibe and got it into the Sin City. It's a special place. We got to thank all the gays, by the way. Last night, we had a line of Tuesdays waiting to say hello to us after the show. You People are right. flying. I mean, of course, there's some Vegas, very sexy guy in the front row, by the way. Long hair, beard, oh, Nevada yeah. hat. Yeah, hot guy. Hot guy. Yeah, and there was a beautiful woman who was a fan, too. She's like, never, never, uh, what do you call that when you, fuck, I'm never losing my words. Ep- She's like, never... Uh, never scared? No, when you don't Chris say Rock. what you want to say. Censor. Oh, never, like, never censor. Never censor I love the show. I think she was Asian, too. Asian woman, loving the show. All right, Asian. Female Asian fan. Yeah, so thank you. And uh, a lot of hot twos. A lot of horrifically unattractive twos gays also. That's the standard. Yeah, that's more the standard. But... Uh, Appreciate the gifts. We got some Uber gift cards yeah, last night. We but did. How, how fun is it to be in Vegas of all the entertainment choices and people are lined up to see the uh, the old boys. Yeah. And great shows they have been. We're all Killer. switching. Everyone's hosted. Everyone's closed. Everyone's gone first. Everyone's gone fourth. And it's really fucking great. It's great. We've been steamrooming. We've been buffeting. We've been pooling. We've been betting. EDR, the employee. Just uh, dining room. Employee dining room's a little bit of a kick in the pants. It's a bummer down there. There's weird lighting. There's uh, you're, you're eating lunch next to a poor lady who deals blackjack, and then the, you know, the waitress at the buffet. But hey, it's free grub and there's ice cream. We had a great walk to Caesar's Palace. Veter that wanted to take a cab. We outvoted him. Yep. We all walked. Ari had his shirt off. Becky owned Ari, you, me, Veter walking up the highway. Cars whizzing by. Homeless people smoking cigarettes. Crack walked wise. all the way to Caesar's. We just grabbed that roulette wheel. We yes. took over that fucking roulette wheel. We hit blackjack. We're all. It was like Rain Man over there. Oh yeah, autistic. It and was fun. It's a lot of fun, and, and we're having so much fun that it's hard to leave. Like, Veter keeps saying, like, we should go to the Strip. We're like, but what are we going to do in the Strip? We just walk around. Well, it's actually turned into a bunch of ideal hangs for me because I like sitting around. Even when I was drinking, we've talked about this, I like just sitting around, the five of us. I like I want to hear too. everyone. We're all being funny. We're all telling stories. What do we need to bring other people into this situation? Compl- well, the green room, we just sit in the green room after the show for four hours, five hours. It's the best part of the night. We Howling. got drinks in there. We got laughs. We got candy. Goofballs. But then we went to the Cosmopolitan one night, which is like the hottest nightclub in town, or the, little, whatever you call it. Little little bird watching. So, yeah, there were some real birds. I mean, these women are dressed with their labias. They're fucking dangling out. Majora and Menorah. It's Light out it. there. 
Uh, and then we saw that guy, one guy, the drunkest guy I've ever seen in public. I should put it on the Patreon or something. You filmed it. I filmed it a little bit, oh, but boy. I didn't get the, the goods. Ari walked by and physically touched him. He tried to knock him over. Put his hand, because Ari was a little drunk, too, by the way. Yeah, f- dr- Ari drunk is fun. He was drinking tequila out of a Sprite can and just being loud and kooky. He was yeah. bumping into people and touching people. Mm-hmm. But this guy was so drunk, he looked like Jim Morrison if he was also doing heroin. Yeah, He was on one foot. He kept stumbling. I was like, this is the most blacked out I've ever seen a human being in my life. But he was trying to not look blacked out. Like yeah. He was trying to stand normal, but he's actually like, He's like 90 degrees. It was like weekend at Bernie's. And then they were leaving, and like he rallies. He's like, no, no, we're going back in there. And his friend's like, okay. I mean, everyone was parting to stop and look at this guy. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> wild. It's, 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 it's a, I mean, I, I know these are like way attractive people. They're all rich and young and all that, but there's a sadness to it. You see these guys, you're like, you're spending everything. You work on Wall Street or whatever you do. You spend all these thousands of dollars for that suit. The hair, the shiny shoes, you blow it all in Vegas in a hotel room, and then what? Yeah. I don't know. There's a there's a bummerness to it. It's all very superficial. It's all about your look. They have nothing to live for. They have no passion in life. It's just about like looking cool and spending money. And and banging, I think. I guess banging. And banging I get. This is a good there's nothing wrong with banging a bunch of people, but like I don't know. Get a get a hobby. Get a love. Yeah, they might have a love though. They might have a love. Judgmental. They could have biked there or something. Maybe they hiking. Yeah, you know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe cards are their passion. But my thing is, if you're staying in the Cosmo, it's because to you that's the height of life. I think a lot of people aren't staying at the Cosmo though. They're staying like down the street at Billy's Motel. Yeah, where but they buy their one good suit. Maybe it's just my whole thing is it's it's super important to them to be there. Uh-huh. They got to make a scene. They got to look good. They got to make a splash. Like this is how you make a splash in life. Yeah. Create something. I always think it's strange. We talked about this there. When there's people in line to get into a nightclub, like a long line. Crazy. And they're wearing like eight inch heels or like a suit that's all tight. And you're just waiting to get into a a bar. Yeah. It seems strange to me. I never was into that. And then once you're in, your life hasn't improved. You're still a piece of shit. You're still a nobody. You just got in. Mm. So I think you feel kind of good about it. But then once you get in there, it's just. But uh, great times, good oldies, and then uh, we wish you were coming to Zion. We're heading to Zion tonight, me and Vecchio and Ari and Sarah. The verdict. Or either that or early tomorrow morning, but probably tonight, I think. Ari said on tonight, we're going to go hike the Red Rocks, the whole thing. By the way, there's about nine places that are spectacular about an hour from here, not three hours, but whatever. Yeah. We've got a hot tub out there. We're going to really miss you guys. I know. I'm going to miss you, but that's, that's going to be so fun to, like, you see you're in the heart of American hell, which is just, like, hotels and gluttony and buffets, and then you're going to go right to a beautiful, scenic nature. Yeah, no phones, airplane mode, the whole thing. <clears throat> it's going to kill me not be able to smoke a cigar in that hot tub, though. That's going to kill me. Oh, yeah. Sitting in a hot tub with a cigar under the stars. We're going to have some beautiful Ooh. stars. Here's going to be the toughest part of the trip. The end of Zion. Like, this is tough to say goodbye to you and Vita and Liz. And then no more Vegas. It's been so fun, the shows. But then it's like, all right, new adventure. Yeah. Zion. But then Ari and Mike leave. And then it's like, now Sarah and I have to drive to, like, Sunnyvale. And it's like, back to work. Yeah. I'm excited about Sunnyvale, Rooster Tea. That'll be great. At least it's decent work. You're yeah, not yeah. going to fucking Youngstown. But it's always tough at that moment where everyone's gone now. And you're just kind of like. Huh. I mean, obviously, Sarah and I will have fun and be together, but you're like, all right, now i got to go back to writing and yeah, listening yeah. to sets and doing uh, an hour. You're like, oof. I don't want to get too much into work talk, but I'm so out of the joke world. Like, I'll have a friend text me, is this anything? I'm like, I don't even know how to tell what's funny anymore. I know. I'm but so removed. We're being funny together. That's true. This is what's interesting. We're writing less, but being more funny. Interesting. Like, I'm making more jokes than yeah. I would if I was on the road. Right. But writing less jokes. Isn't that interesting? Interesting. Because I'm making a joke a minute here. We're all hanging out trying to make each other laugh. Yeah. So I've made 5,000 jokes, but written zero. Interesting. Well, yeah. one is for uh, occupation and one is for leisure. Yeah, which is funner. It is Those funner. are funner because when you're doing it for hangout, you don't have to be like, has this been done? Is this hacky? Is this weird? And you're on stage. You can't just rip a fart or be like, Ari's a fucking loser or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little less pressure, and it's improvised. You're like, ah, I'll, that one stunk. I'll try another one. Oh, I've had a couple stinkers. But, uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, but So now i got to write. But then also then after the trip, you mine it for funny bits, you know? Yeah. Too much pressure in the mining. 
I'm not a minor. <laughs> no. I'm old. You're a major. Yeah. Major uh, Tom. I hate, I hate, I I mean, we talked about it. We've, we've dissected comedy up the ass and out the wazoo, but I cannot, if, if I get fucked in the ass by a gopher, I'm like, well, there's a, too much pressure to write a bit and be like, that's gold. There's so much there. I'm like, I got nothing. Well, the craziest thing, Sam Morrill is the craziest. He got hit in the head with a fucking glass. I know. And had a bit the, that night. That night. I, I, it needs to be six years. I, I'm like, what about this thing that happened with my ex-girlfriend 11 years ago? That's how funny? I am. Yeah, I'm like, well, the gays are interesting. Yeah. And then, then I'm off on that. We'll see. But Vecchione and Vita were like, that's a bit. Remember that told you the story about me and Uncle Dale coming to Vegas, and he's like, five points for oh, every girl Oh, that is fought. a bit. I've tried as a bit, but maybe I'll try it again. I'm like, it's a 0-0 tie still. I had a line at the f- the sports book that killed, and, and Ari and Vito like, you got to do that. And I tried it that night, zilch, mm. and I was killing. Tough tough sledding out there. Yeah, I'm so far removed from, from the uh, work ethic and the whole thing. It's going to be, I got to get back into it. Well, speaking of which, we got to wrap this thing up. Is that right? Oh, yeah. We got well, we to start to at least. It takes time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got to go. We're meeting up with the gang. We got a show right now. I still have to shower. We're going to hit that EDR. EDR, free food in the dungeon, the bowels of the casino. The EDR is funny because it shows you it's in the bowels and it's where all the employees eat. And it just shows you like, oh, when, if you don't have to look good, you won't. Like the, the buffet has got like, you know, everybody's in uniform. It's clean. There's a shine on every buff on every counter. But the EDR, it's like there's a swastika carved into my tray, and the, the, the windows are dirty, and the people are sad. Pecchio did all that, by the way. Yeah. Um, He's the, angry. What's weird also is that we eat, I've eaten the salmon at the buffet is, like, good, and the salmon at the EDR is garbage. We're like, just give them the same salmon. You would, you'd call that good? Well, it's bad. I'm just trying to tell a story here. I see. It's bad, and it's horrific, but it doesn't hit his home as much. Uh-huh. You fucked me. Sorry. But yeah, it is ba- it's a pencil eraser. Their salmon is a pencil eraser. And it's the one thing I can eat that has some flavor, so it's really bumming me out. But it's actually been ideal to EDR and buffet because I can only eat four things, so it's actually kind of nice. Yeah. So I can just be like, all right, I'm eating this thing again. Sure. But uh, a couple more weeks of this, and I'll be back to normal, I think. Back to normal? Maybe not normal, but yeah, I'll be able to dabble at least. Yeah, At least yeah. I'll be able to have like some ketchup. Oh, my God. This is so crazy. What a... 180 your life is taken a piece of cheese anything i'd kill for anything right now wild butter i can't have i've literally eaten nothing but dry salad baked potato dry turkey (laughs) that's it i can't have chicken skin i can't have season it's it's fucking nuts crazy you see your plate it's all dry and 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 uh neutral colors there's no pizzazz at all there's No. no zing or zang and i was saying the other day i haven't used a napkin in four days yeah you don't need one you realize if you're eating really good bland foods you do not need a napkin. There's no sauce. There's no cheese. There's no crumbs. No running. Yeah. It's literally nothing. I don't even brush my teeth anymore. I nah. lay in bed. I just go, ah, it's fine. There's no uh, sugar. Yeah, I don't blame you. But I do feel 100% better than I did last episode. So, oh, no. What? Oh, God. The right one is not kicking up as much as the left. Oh, well, there it is. It's a little bit. Oh, but that's God. when you talk. Well, one's me and one's you. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Watch. Oh, maybe you're right. No, because they both go when I'm talking. Only the left well, goes when I'm talking. Well, you're reading It's coming into mine a little bit. Are you sure? Yeah. Maybe you're right. You don't say anything. Watch. Yep. Yep. Now both are yep. coming up. Oh, Let shit. me cover my mic. It's, oh, man. If we got fucked on this one. I think we're I okay. I mean, literally nothing happened. Oh, maybe you're right. One's I you. I think we're okay. One's oh, me. Oh, okay. I'm left and you're right. I see. I see. Yeah, you're a Republican. I'm a conver- uh, liberal. Uh, Hello, hello. I'm the left. You're the right. Oh, I'm the right. Uh, yeah, there we go. Which makes more sense. You think? Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> we got to wrap it up. But hey, I got some big stuff coming up. I got. What uh, do you got? Well, uh, Belly Room. Well, first of all, when's this come out? This I comes can't out even in, figure it out. Uh, 2020. Tuesday. Oh, fuck. What comes out when? Oh, tonight is Houston. Tonight I'm at the Secret Group oh, in Houston. Yes. Good room. Cap City this weekend. Get your tickets if you haven't already. Cap City this weekend. i got to start promoting. I'm coming back to Seattle. Bellevue. Woo-wee! Parlor Live, which is Thursday, May 30th. I'm going to see Brandy Carlisle on June 1st for her birthday. Are you bringing the, the lady? Because uh, that's, yeah. a, that's a big room. Yeah, I did it before. Uh, Thursday, May 30th, Bellevue. A lot of you came up before. If you're Brandy Carlisle, if you know Brandy Carlisle, tell him to fucking swing by before her show. 
Not quite as exciting as the Pearl Gym Wednesday, Friday. But anyways, it doesn't matter. May 30th, Thursday, Parlor Live, Bellevue. Uh, and then I'm going to do the Belly Room, Sunday, May 12th, 8 o'clock. I'm headlining my show wow. in L.A. So people always ask about L.A. Sunday, May 12th, come out to that at the Belly Room. I'll be in L.A. I'm excited. It's my show. Uh, April 11, 12, 13, Worcester, Massachusetts. Uh, the woo ha ha. Get tickets for Friday night. I want to hit that bonus and sell that show out. Get tickets to any show, really. I guess. But yeah, that's a casino gig. No, not the woo ha ha. Oh, it's not. No, what what so. am I thinking? You're thinking of, of that roar. Roar. Like that. Yeah. Some lot of vowels. I heard that one stinks. Um, I got some other stuff coming up, but I can't remember what any of them are. So, fuck me. I'll have to think of them later. Go to comedianjoelist.com. Tweet me. Suck my dick. Go and hit the Patreon. Yeah, baby. I'm out of energy. I'm sorry. I'm dying. Yeah, this was a weird one, but hey, we're all we're rem- we're remote. Yeah, we got it done though. Remote control. Uh, let's see. This weekend, uh, you just saw me. Wait a minute. All right, now I'm off. This comes out April first, I think. Or April second. April second. Yes. So this weekend, comedy club on state, Madison, Wisconsin, album recording. This is yep. gonna be one for the books. Get your giggle. Push down on vinyl. Then Atlanta, ATL, Laughing Skull. Love that room, and that's a small room, so that's going to fill up. So if you want a ticket, I would jump on board. Tempe Improv. Always wanted to do this room. Headline it. Let's do it. Then I'm out in Europe with the fat shirtless guy. Then we got some fun stuff. Rochester, going to comedy at Carlson in Rochester, New York, with uh, my fat friend Chris Al. Bananas in Jersey. Then Sacramento. Punchline, Tacoma Comedy Club, uh, a lot of fun stuff, Bag of Magoobies, and uh, yeah, you know it, you love it, queef it up, tell a friend, get on the Patreon, we always got some bonuses cooking, uh, we'll get some queefs up there soon. Yeah, yeah, we got queefs coming, don't worry. And uh, yeah, praise Allah, we love the Uber cards, we love seeing the gays out, God bless America, female fans, and tell a friend, and... We love you. Jizz on your own face. Love you. Bye-bye.